Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. My New Pet Elf by Narg I was out fishing when I saw her. At first glossy, I thought she must be a child. As I looked closer it became clear that she was no child, but exactly what she was I had no idea. She had the face of a supermodel and a body that was like a porn star only, more so. The real puzzling thing about her, though, was that she was only three feet tall. It was as if someone had ripped a blonde bombshell from a wet dream and shrunk her down to half size in every proportion. Her grapefruit-sized tits looked almost comical on her tiny body, each nearly the size of her head. They were barely contained by a tiny strapless dress that ended at just about mid-thigh, and she had on stockings that ended just above her knees. At first she seemed just as surprised to see me as I was to see her, but her surprise quickly turned to haughty disgust. She spoke, her voice dripping with disdain. You dare show yourself before me, human? Your ugliness hurts my eyes and your stench pollutes the very air I breathe. Be gone at once. I barely even noticed the insult because I was still too curious. Excuse me, miss, but what are you? Humph. Are you so dim that you don't even recognize an elf when you see one? Really, humans are no better than apes. Especially the men. An elf? Now that she mentioned it. I noticed that her ears were distinctly pointed. I was about to pose a follow-up question, but she interrupted. Did you not hear me, ape? I said be gone. Scram. I cannot bear to look at you for another instant. Well, whatever she was, she clearly didn't want to be around, and to be honest, her bitch attitude was rubbing me the wrong way. I turned to leave. That's right. She shouted at my back. You run, cowardly worm. You don't even have the balls to face me. Typical of a human male dot. Needless to say I was confused. But mostly I was pissed. I turned back and walked right up to her. She showed no signs of fear as she peered up at me, an arrogant smirk on her face. I'm ashamed to say it but at that moment I badly wanted to rape the little bitch. Terrible, I know, but she was arrogant, tiny, and impossibly hot, and I was angry, comparatively very large and horny. It would be so easy to just grab her and, no. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath, regaining self-control. I'm not some rapist. Having mastered my baser instincts for the moment I looked down at her again, trying to think of what to say. She cocked her head with that arrogant smirk still adorning her face. Oh? Like what you see, do you ape man? She placed her hands on her hips, thrusting out her chest suggestively. It's only natural, I suppose. I bet I'm the most beautiful thing your ape eyes have seen in your entire miserable life. Too bad, though. A proper elf lady such as I would never let a tiny dick human touch her. You're out of luck, ape. Fuck it dot I grabbed her shoulder with one hand and tore her dress off with the other. It came off easily, like tearing paper. Underneath she wore nothing but stockings. I pushed her to the ground and unzipped my pants and pulled out my cock. Listen here bitch, I said crouching down to look her in the eye. You're gonna open your mouth and dash, U U M M L F A G G G G G C K. 
Before I could finish my sentence she launched herself at my dick, pushing her tiny mouth as far down around the shaft as she could go. She gagged and pulled back, focusing on sucking the head doubt I was taken completely by surprise. Just a moment ago she'd been disgusted by breathing the same air as me and now she was gulping down my dick like a small starving slut trying to swallow an entire sausage. Although I still struggled to comprehend the situation, I certainly had no objections. After sucking and licking the head for a few minutes she once again attempted to deep-throat me. This time she got a little further, fitting four inches of my meat into her dainty mouth before she gagged. Undeterred, she pushed forward once again, but was unable, despite her efforts, to fit the last two inches of my dick into her throat, but she didn't give up. After some time being subjected to this treatment I was very close, a fact she seemed to understand. She ceased her futile deep-throat attempts and returned attention to the head. She sucked it hard as she stroked the shaft with both her hands. With a grunt, I exploded into her mouth. Her throat worked as she greedily swallowed my spunk.by the look of satisfaction on her face as she pulled her mouth off of my softening dick. You'd have thought she had drank a gallon of ambrosia. It's been too long, she panted. Too long since I've tasted human seed. Before I could even respond, she leaned forward once again, this time focusing her attention on my balls. At first she licked daintily, but before long she had buried her little face in my sack, slurping noisily, as her tiny hands stroked my cock back to erection. Within a minute I was rock hard once again. With a pop, she disengaged her mouth from my balls. She lay on her back, spreading her pussy with her fingers. Her tiny pink hole couldn't have been any bigger than a dime, but she was soaking wet. In fact, her stockings were soaked all the way down to her ankles. Well come on then, ape man. Rape my little elven cunt! I knelt, pushing her legs apart as I positioned my cock against her pussy. Oh, gods! She moaned. Her eyes were glued to the head of my dick as I rubbed against her labia. Your human cock is so fucking huge. My dick is six inches long. Pretty average, but then again this elf girl was pretty small. I prepared to penetrate her, but decided to taunt her instead. Beg! I demanded. W what? She stammered, flustered. You were a real bitch to me a few minutes ago. My dumb human brain is confused. If you want it, you're gonna have to beg. That was an act you moron. I wanted your cock the whole time. Beg, I insisted. Fine. Please? Be more specific. Please stuff my slutty elven cunt with your huge human rod. I'm just a horny little point-eared receptacle for human cum. Please, please fuck me. That was good enough for me. She shrieked as I penetrated her. She was tight. So tight that penetration might have been impossible if she wasn't sopping wet. I pulled her legs up against my chest. If she had been the same size as a normal woman, her ankles would have been dangling over my shoulders, but she was so tiny that her feet only reached my upper chest. I had to be careful not to rest too much of my weight on her as I thrust. As I bottomed out in her she made a strangled noise almost like she'd been punched in the gut and as I pulled back her pussy began convulsing around me. She threw back her head and opened her mouth as if to scream, but no sound came out. I gave her a few seconds to ride out her orgasm before I resumed but two thrusts later, and she was coming again. At this rate, I would never get off despite how wet, hot, and tight her little box was. I looped my arms around her legs and grabbed her ass with my hands, easily lifting her up into the air. She squealed as I lowered her back onto my erect cock. I began to bounce her up and down slowly at first, then faster. In this position, her head barely reached the middle of my chest as I bounced her upward. I did not stop fucking her during her orgasms, 
which came at shorter and shorter intervals. Oh yes! She screamed. I'm just a slut for big human dick. Oh fuck me you brute. Break my little elven cunt. Make me your bitch, your slave, your cock sleeve. Oh my gods! My god! Your cock is my god now. Please, god, fill me to the brim with your hot cum. In the name of the head and the shaft and the bulging ball sack, amen. But before long her speech became unintelligible yowls and grunts that I lost track of time as I fucked her. For a few moments, I didn't feel like an ordinary-sized man fucking a tiny elf, but rather a giant ravaging a fair maiden. I roared in victory as I slammed her down on my dick and emptied my load against her cervix that I lifted her slowly off of me and set her gently on the ground. She mewed contentedly as my spunk trickled from her now gaping muff. I fell to one knee somewhat taxed by the encounter. The elf girl seemed to be regaining her wits. Elle, look, she whispered. A green symbol had appeared on her abdomen. It looked like a narrow oval bisected by a wide line. It was about the size of my palm. She rested her hand on it and closed her eyes. With this our contract is sealed. Contract? What contract? I was pretty concerned. Had I just signed away my soul or something? That couldn't be possible, could it? But if elves were real, who the hell knows what else might be possible, some of my anxiety must have shown on my face, because she smiled and said, Calm down, stud. The contract is binding on me, not you. What are the terms of the contract? I become your slave for the rest of your life, as long as you never break the rule. Her fingers crept down into her pussy, scooping up some of my seed. She brought her fingers up to her mouth and sucked them clean one by one. And that's so good, my slave, I said, incredulous. You would willingly become my slave for the rest of your life? No, the rest of your life. We elves are more or less immortal. I'm a little over five thousand years old. Once you die, I'll return to my people. I stared at her blankly. She sighed. I suppose I'd better start at the beginning. She slipped her hand back between her legs and began to rub her clit as she spoke. Twenty thousand years ago, the elves ruled the world. We built great cities, traded, and made war with each other. We may be small and physically weak, but we're clever, resilient, we heal quickly, and we live a long, long time. Also, we have magic. These things set us above the other animals that roamed the earth, until another animal rose up to challenge us. The humans. Our armies could have easily defeated the humans in the field at first. At that time, we were numerous, and the human tribes were scattered and leaderless. But the humans didn't attack us, so we saw no need to attack them. Our race viewed humans essentially the same way they viewed chimpanzees. They might be dangerous if you get too close, but they were easy to avoid and certainly no threat to the elven community at large. However, their population was growing rapidly and it became a matter of some concern. The Queen of Elves sent scientists to learn how the humans are able to grow their population so quickly. Then, one day, one of the scientists got careless and let her invisibility spell slip while observing a human mating ritual. Her sudden appearance spooked the female human, who ran off. The male was rather angry at the scientist and decided to take his lust out on her instead. He left her sore, covered in semen, and for the first time in her life, completely satisfied. You see, human men are far superior to elf men in every sexual sense, by a factor of ten. You are bigger in every dimension, stronger, have greater endurance, are able to become erect much more often and can recover much more quickly from sex. Word spread quickly when the scientists returned to the city and shared her findings. Before long, it became a craze for groups of elf women to take safaris. 
telling their husbands and families that they were observing wildlife. The true purpose of these trips was of course to experience the might of a human dick. Elf girls who went on these safaris always wanted to go again and again and again. Soon, many women simply stopped returning to the elven cities, and those who did often were pregnant with human children. All the safari-goers cast sperm neutralization spells on themselves before they ventured out, but the spells were designed to neutralize elf sperm, not the much more virulent human sperm, which was completely unaffected. All children born of an elf woman and a human father were human, as human genes are simply too dominant in every respect. Human children are very large and difficult to bear in elven wombs, and many elven women were lost in childbirth. The population plummeted. Our entire civilization was brought to its knees, both literally and figuratively, by human cock. Now desperate, the elven men and the few women who were left launched an offensive to drive the humans back and reclaim the women. They were met by hordes of screaming, ruthless human women whose husbands had apparently been stolen from them by elves. Horror stories are still told of that campaign. The human women were utterly without mercy or fear. They threw themselves into our destructive spells and slaughtered the elf host with their bare hands. Any elf women they took alive, they raped with crude wooden dildos for hours before killing them. At first, the human women tried to rape the elf men to satisfy themselves but they found the elf men small and pathetic, so they just killed them. Luckily the elf queen was able to gather the magic of all the elves that fell on that battlefield. With so much power, she was able to work unprecedented feats of magic. First, she teleported every living elf to Faedun, our most remote city. Then, she shifted the entire city into a pocket dimension which is completely inaccessible without magic. There we survive, completely cut off from the human world. But even the elf queen had tasted human cock, and even she still hungered for it. So she created a pact, in order to allow elf women to seek out human mates. All women who leave Phaeton are subject to an extremely powerful sperm neutralization spell to prevent any impregnation. Within two weeks away from the Fey realm we must bind ourselves in servitude to a single human man, to serve in any way he requires until his death. Upon the master's death, the elf is required to return to Phaeton for a period no shorter than ten times the length she spent in servitude before leaving again. The sperm neutralization spell serves as a catalyst for the enslavement spell. As soon as your jizz hit the inside of my womb, I became your slave. I will be invisible to all other humans unless you decide to reveal me. I am essentially your property, to do with as you will. You can lend me to other men or whore me out if you chose, but I will remain yours and I will be compelled to return to Phaeton when you die even if you give me to someone else. There is only one rule and it is absolute. Under no circumstances are you to reveal my existence, or that of other elves to a human woman. If you do, I will be whisked away back to Phaeton and the woman's memory erased. So basically, I'm your little slave. Oh, her back arched as her finger finally brought her to climax. She moaned and rolled her eyes contentedly. I see you're ready for another round, stud. Listening to her explain how she was my property while watching her finger herself had indeed done the trick for me, and I was rock hard once again. What's your name? I asked her. Among my people I am called Emilie, but you can call me whatever you like, master. Personally, I'm a fan of slut, cunt, and bitch as these are all extremely accurate descriptions. Emilie. I said. A beautiful name, and she was all mine. I'm Jason, but you just continue to call me master. Tell me, my little slave Emilie, what would you like to do next? She paused. When last I came through here, this place was fairly distant from any human settlement. Of course, that was five hundred years ago. Truth is, 
I wasn't expecting to encounter any humans so quickly. What do you think the chances are that a human woman might come within earshot? Zero. As far as I know, I'm the only one who fishes this river. It's miles from anything. Why? Because this next part is going to be very loud. She rolled over so she was facing the ground and raised her cute little round ass into the air, wiggling it from side to side. Your little slave still has a hole you haven't claimed yet, master. She used her hands to pull her little ass cheeks apart, revealing her tiny asshole. Are you sure? I asked. I don't have any lube or anything. Don't worry about me, Emilia replied. Don't ever worry about me. I told you, we elves are resilient, we heal quickly, and the pain will just make me come harder. Free from doubt, I knelt behind her to claim the impossibly tight asshole of Emilie, high noble of the elves and slave to my cock. The End